This is Extreme Ag's Shortcuts. Let's get right into it. Hey friends, welcome to a rice field in McGee, Arkansas. We're gonna to talk to you about some cool stuff we're doing with rice here at Extreme Ag. I got Rob Dedman, Ultimate Ag Consulting, also a business partner to Matt Miles, one of the founders of Extreme Ag at Miles Farms. You know, we were in this field a bit ago recording another video and I learned something pretty neat. You don't have to flood rice to make it grow, you flood rice for weed suppression. Turns out it's just, you know, a field of, uh, of rice and it looks to me like a wheat field. In fact, I've, I've actually, you know, kind of said it looks a lot like wheat, but Rob corrected me because he does that. Rob, you have a, a trial you're gonna do with Molly Alexander, who's this fine, uh, fine representative of AgroLiquid right here. Molly, what do you got going on? You're the Southeast Regional Agronomist for AgroLiquid. You do some cool stuff with our Extreme Ag uh, folks and you've got a cotton trial going on. You got two cotton trials going on. It turns out you're also gonna do a rice trial. What are you doing? So we're actually going to take two 80s and split them and we're going to look at a foliar fed application of MP and K and micronutrients. Okay. So it'll just be a replicated trial. Okay, so the trial, was this one of your ideas, Rob? No, it's actually, it was one of uh, Mark Douglas's ideas. Mark's been wanting us to try the Fertirane product on the rice and he just keeps telling me, you know, hey, we're going to get some positive results out of this. They're going to be great and, and all that. and. I was like, well, okay, well, let's just do it on the rice. I mean, it's time. Let's get it down here. Let's go with it. And Mark's an agroliquid guy, and mm -hmm. Mark wants to see more stuff with Fertirane. Fertirane's a proprietary product agroliquid, and I know you told me in another recording, but I've already forgotten. What's in Fertirane? So Fertirane has an MPK package, and then it has sulfur, iron, manganese, and zinc, which is all requirements of a grassless rice crop. Got it. And you said before we hit record, one thing about rice, nitrogen, 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 right? Yes. And in the old days, I'm guessing we mostly did that, but now we're doing nitrogen and all the other goodies that we didn't even think about in the old days, like sulfur and zinc, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we were talking about flooding earlier and how surprised you were that it doesn't necessarily have to be flood. So um, in the past, we thought, okay, we have water standing. We don't necessarily want to apply any nutrients. And if we do, we have to hit it just either here or here. And so now that we have different ways of doing this, like they were saying, where they could take the water on and off, we have a lot more opportunity to get micros out and spoon feed these and monitor the progress. So this is a much better way to test a foliar on rice than in the past when it was just at a single application on a flooded field. Rob, you told me in a previous recording when we were in this real sandy ground that they're growing cotton in, that the one thing about the Delta and some of the other lighter soils, if you go with all your nutrition out there at planting time, it's going to get leached down through the soil profile or go with the irrigation sideways. And then it's a lot better practice to spoon feed it, to put uh, nutrients out there uh, as the plant can use them. Same thing with rice? Yeah, uh, a little bit, Damien. Uh, the rice is not grown on the sandier soils. It's grown on more of a clay type soil. So it'll hold the water. So it holds the water. <clears throat> but what happens here is, like we talked about earlier, is we're trying to grow this rice in such a sustainable way. Yeah. We're trying to reduce inputs while maintaining yield. That's the cool thing about products like Fertirane. Fertirane is a, the availability of that product to the plant is so high that we can reduce the amount of nutrition that we're having to put on this crop while maintaining the yield expectations that we have. So they're gonna flood this field here in the next week or two, am I right? Probably, Probably. the next day or so. The yeah, next day or quick. so. <laughs> okay, there's gonna get flooded in this day or two. When do we use the Fertirane? Do we do it when it's been flooded? Do we, how, how do we, no, we can't drive out here and put it on end. When do we do it? 
So uh, we don't want to add any extra input costs to anything that anyone's already doing. So we recommend any furtering that we put on with a herbicide application. And that's going to happen because you told me something already really interesting. We do a thing when this uh, zero grade, zero, zero grade. grade, where we, we plant it, then we flood it after it's about four to six inches. Then we take the water off. Then we put the water back on. And you told me in a previous recording that helps bring nutrients up to the mm -hmm. subsoil profile mm -hmm. or topsoil profile. When do we hit it with herbicide? So <clears throat> the herbicides go out prior to the first flood. Actually, this field's already been sprayed. Yep. So we, the it's out here. We're, we're the the test is is done. So this herbicide's on. So we're not just doing uh we're not just doing a contact type spray. We're doing something that's got a little bit of residual. Well, I mean the residual as far as herbicide, yes. The furtorain is a residual because the plant's absorbing it. Sure. All right. We doing this once, twice. So I believe we discussed doing it. One, one time. time in this test. In one this time test. in this test. You're not just doing furtorain, you're doing another product and part of this rice trial. Tell me about that. Um, actually, we're doing furtorain only in this one, um, but we do have another product that could be geared towards rice, which would be a foliar-fed phosphorus application as well. Um, our pro-germinator can be fed foliarly safely with no risk of burn or any problem like that. And rice sometimes when the phosphorus gets depleted, that's our way that we'll be able to get it back in. Not as much of a problem with that as there is with in. The, the right, P, the nitrogen P, is a beast in the, rice. The, the, N, the N is the big problem. The P is a little bit of a problem. P is a pretty good problem I was going to say, it's, it's up there fairly well. Potassium is not really a limiting factor too much on rice, where okay. N and P definitely So the pro-germ is, is heavy on phosphorus, and that's what we're going to do, but we're not, we, we are not going to do that in this particular trial. No, no. This particular pro trial is strictly a furtorain, but one of the true benefits of the pro-germ is, is where on years like this year, you know, we're, we're looking at 800 to $1,000 phosphorus products. And, and on these farms that have sufficient phosphorus in the soil, per the soil test, as we discussed earlier, yep. you know, we look at it, okay, so we come out here and, and as a consultant, I look at this field and I say, well, you know, Matt, we've got just a little bit of phosphorus deficiency going on. Instead of spending 40 or $50 yep. on phosphorus, we can go to a much more economical product like, you know, uh, Pro Germinator. Yeah. And, and apply that foliar, are we solving the problem long-term? No. Are we fixing the problem this year with a great ROI? Yes. Yeah, Can you great. explain what, um, so like if you're scouting out here, there's so many different deficiencies that look alike. When you're coming out to look at the phosphorus, what do you look at first? So, so the deficiency? primarily on all these grass crops, corn and all, when I'm looking at these phosphorus, you know, I'm looking for stunted plants. Yep. I'm looking for a purple color in the leaf. Okay. And when I see that purple color in the leaf, that's my key indicator. Okay. That and that stunted plant in those areas, in okay. those random areas. Now, we're not seeing any purple in this. Uh, stunted would mean you're, you're talking about... Uh, smaller than that. Yeah. Smaller than the average. Yeah. Got it. And then uh, the other thing that you were talking about then on money, uh, your pro-germ that you're going to experiment with down the road is very cost-effective. It feeds a plant. This other thing we are doing as a trial, where we're going to use the furtorain. Mm -hmm. Without, without you know, getting uh, all into the actual uh, pinching out by the by the penny, um, we're saving money on fertilizer by using Fertorain. Yes. And we're going to get our bump. Um, what's your hopeful ROI on this? What would you like to see? You know, Molly, I'll let Molly answer that. You know, this is our first time to use the product, so it's kind of it's new to us will to we, see what will we, we get our get. money back. We certainly are going to get our money back. So we've done trials in the past, and over the course of a two-year average, we were increasing yield by, I mean, exponential amounts, which 
hard to sell because some people don't believe that, but we do have backed up trials on this where it has proven time and again that it definitely pays for itself over and over. Okay, so it's, and it's fairly inexpensive application? It is very inexpensive. Um, and one of the coolest parts about uh, the Pro Germinator we talked about and the Furterane is it contains a flavanol polymer technology. <laughs> so not to get very technical. You said you were a chemistry major. Remember, I was in agricultural economics. Fla flavanol, flavanol and what's... All right, what hey, Damien, did they teach you that when you were ninth place in that soil judging Apparently contest? not. Apparently not. My FFA you know what a flavonoid is? No. Give me a flavonoid. Okay, so it is a plant-derived molecule, so right. it's naturally found in the plant. Sure. So we have taken that technology and combined it with our liquid products. This way the plant recognizes it, it wants to utilize it, wants to take it up, and Got then it. it acts as a long-term sort of slow release of the nutrients. So then, again, we're talking about ROI, slow release means that, fertile, that fertility input is going to hang around and it hang is. around. And, and it's going to feed it all the way up through the critical stages that the crop needs it. Got it. And we're going to harvest this in uh, about September, you told me. And what do you hope to see? What what would be what would make you happy? Like, yeah, I'm really glad we did this. You know, yeah, 250. 250. 250. <laughs> those, no, are bushels, those are bushels pregnant. Bushels pregnant. You know, what I want to see is I want to see. I want to see a positive ROI on what we do on the farm. Right. You know, whether it's a, a furtorain application, did did we increase enough yield to 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 pay for the extra products that we put out there over what we would consider a grower standard practice? You know, did we spend less money on this field and, and get an increased yield? Did we spend a less money, maybe not necessarily getting an increased yield? but having a greater ROI. Got it. You know, sometimes ROI doesn't always equate back to increase yield. Sure. Well, it can, it, but, it can, it can mean that you're still making money. You, you do right. Get about, but, um, are you optimistic you're going to see it with Furtorain? You got to be. You know, uh, so many of the products that we look at with agroliquids in previous trials have always been positives. Uh -huh. Why? Why would I have a reason to doubt this one would first be time, too? First time we're making a big change on rice? First, well, it's, you know, it's not a big change, but yeah, it's the first time we've used this type of product in rice. Got it. Molly, last closing thoughts while we're talking about Furterain trial you're doing at Matt Miles Farm in McGee, Arkansas on rice. Uh, I'm just excited to see that we can help increase their sustainability and get the ROI they're looking for. Anything else on the way out the door? You know, it's the, like I said, increase the ROI, spend less money. Got it. This Fantastic. is the year. I, I think that is with fertility, yeah. with fer prices of fertilizer being what they are. So it's exciting to see this. All right. His name is Rob Dedman. Her name is Molly Alexander. She is a Southeast regional agronomist with our friends at AgroLiquid. My name is Damian Mason. I very much appreciate you tuning in here to ExtremeAg.Farm. You know, we got hundreds of other cool educational videos just like this. Share them with your friends. Go and check out stuff in the archives. Until next time, it's Extreme Ag. Thanks for being here.